Hello, Diana here with your spiritual journey and your twin soul relationship. And this week I want you to be aware of how much power you have in your own life and to keep that awareness from moment to moment. In every aspect of your life, no matter what is going on, you are the most powerful person in your world. When you forget that, you allow your life to be controlled by circumstances, issues, situations, and other people. Now, I'm not saying that there are not times when someone else's needs may differ from yours, and you'll need to give consideration to them. I'm talking about letting what other people think about your life, no matter who they are, dictate how you live. I'm talking about looking at someone else's life and comparing yours to theirs. And before you ask, what does this have to do with a twin soul relationship? Think about how you feel when your twin soul responds to you based on what their family think about you or what their friends think about you. Now, back to why it's important for you to recognize the power you have in your life. If you do not recognize the power you have in your life, it's easy to give it away without realizing that it's what you're doing. When you let someone else's unhappiness become your unhappiness, that is giving away your power. And it could look something like this. Your boss is unhappy with her job, her marriage, and her life in general. Now, you may not know this. All you know is what she projects in the office every day. So each day she comes into work with an attitude. She criticizes everything you do, even when you do exactly what she tells you to do, exactly how she tells you to do it. She makes your day a miserable nightmare, so much so that you dread going to work. And you bring this angst home with you every day, and you share it with your family. And you don't mean to be snappy or to get annoyed by little things, but you find, you find yourself doing just that anyway. And you hate getting up in the morning. You literally have to drag yourself out of bed because you're not looking forward to the day and to the misery that is waiting for you. And thinking about going to work take all the sunshine right out of you. This is what giving your power away looks like. So what should you do about it? Now that you're aware that this is happening to you, well, it's assessment time. Obviously, you need a job or you would not be working. So the first question is, do you need this job? If yes, then how do you take back your powers? And I'll be right back with that information right after a word from my sponsors. You remember, 
that what you think and feel come from within. It is not anyone else's right to make you feel anything that you do not want to feel. So happy thoughts. This is not just any happy thoughts. This is the happy thoughts of what having this job make possible in your life. It makes it possible for you to have a special meal with your family, to go shopping, or have special times with your children. It makes it possible for you to meet certain obligations without worry. So the job is not really the problem, and it is not the job making you unhappy. So with that awareness, you are halfway to reclaiming your power. The other side of that is do your best work and feel good about the work you're doing. Know that it is your best work. No matter how much fault your boss finds with it, know that you did your best work with the directions and material you were given to work with. Do not doubt yourself. But do pay attention to any constructive criticism and use it to do a better job. Still, not doubting your capabilities. It's great to have a supportive boss, but even if you don't, it is up to you how you feel about the work you do and whether you feel it is good enough. It is your choice how you feel about the eight hours you devote to work. It is not up to your boss or your co-workers how you feel. That is strictly your call. And if you feel good about the work you do and you're truly doing your best, then no one should be able to make you feel bad or miserable, no matter what they think or say. However, if you're not doing your best, then such an attack will garner a negative response from you based on your own awareness of how you are applying your potential. And little story here. I worked for a company way back in the 80s, and I liked the company, but the two supervisors I had was, they were something else altogether. I was what was called a record analyst, and it's a glorified title for the person who makes sure that all legal documents were properly filed in each department in the company. And I had three departments I was responsible for. The departments had constantly complained about the person before me. So after several weeks and no complaints, my supervisor confronted me with her beliefs that I was not doing my job. Now, the logic there defies my awareness or my understanding because if I was not doing my job, then there would have been complaints, but there were no complaints. So I just kind of let that, I let that pass. I didn't have any comment for it. So later, each of the departments I worked in mentioned to me that my supervisor had called to ask how I was doing and if they had any complaints. And they had, of course, said they had absolutely no complaints. Everything was filed perfectly. And they were hoping that I was going to stay for a while. You would think that that would have made her happy, but it didn't. It did not stop her from making negative comments about my work and attempting to find fault with it. So it finally dawned on me that I liked the work and the company, but her not so much. So I was given a position still still with her as my supervisor, 
but not in the same building. I got to travel to different branches uh, and to different offices to do the file work. Funny thing is that whenever I returned to the main office, she still ranted at me. And finally, I just, I asked someone, she always liked this, and they said, only if she thinks that the person um, is capable of doing her job. So what I realized is that all of her ranting and trying to find fault with my work, it was her insecurities that was coming out. It had nothing whatsoever to do with me or the work that I was doing. And the joke is, is yes, I was qualified to do her job, but I didn't want it. And a couple of months after this, maybe four or five months later, I actually quit and went back to work for a former employee. And about five months after that, the company downsized. And so her position was no longer uh, available and she became a record analyst. And the people who worked in the company that I was still friends with found great pleasure in telling me how many complaints the department had got about her work as a record analyst. She was not very good at it. She was not very thorough and not very competent. So my advice when you have a boss who is constantly ragging on you and rah, 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 is take a step back. Because this person who is attempting to make your life a reflection of their fears, anxiety, and unhappiness, it's just they're just sharing their misery. And you do not have to partake if you do not want to. You are the only one responsible for what you feel. Do not give that responsibility to anyone, not even to your twin soul. Remember, you are the most powerful person in your life. You dictate to you how you feel, and you are the one who chooses to accept what is being given to you emotionally. That's, on, that's up to you. If someone is angry and upset, you do not have to take that personally and make it yours at all. That is a choice. So remember, you are a very powerful person and the most powerful person in your life. It's up to you how you use that. So, enjoy your week, and I hope to see you back here next week.